Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 283 and it is Tuesday, May 17th, 2022. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? That's right. And joining us live in the Codex Prime Zoom studios, we have two esteemed guests, uh, two awesome cosplayers. You might see them uh, at your local Rhode Island Comic Con. Uh, uh, party people everywhere, please put your hands together for Mink the Seder and Yoki. Welcome. Hello. Hello. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yoki so- came prepared. <laughs> You can't wait to get prepared. You are dressed to the nines, friend. I cannot wait to take this off. <laughs> How long did it take you to get into that, all that face makeup? Um, the face? I use, okay, so I usually do. I'm sorry. I don't mean to sidetrack here. But, um, By all means. I usually do um, like spray painting, and that takes a long, long time. But I decided to do a different kind of paint, and it took maybe like, 15 minutes so it didn't take too long this time that's great and it's really good coverage especially knowing that you didn't do it like airbrushed on so did you like um did you sponge it on yes sponge it yeah yes lots of layers that go into that bless your heart (laughs) we just i'm dressed in my I am a school teacher during the school year and i just got off of a stream attire so this is so this is my cosplay. I'm cosplaying as a real human. I hate myself. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. We just learned a lot within like these last two minutes. What's funny is before we started recording, you mentioned the words go off and the rails and I took it to heart. And I'm yeah. okay. We are perfectly we are perfectly okay with that. We are here to just have some fun, learn some things about cosplaying. Um, obviously, cosplaying is like huge within um, the nerd community, if that's what you want to call. It. And it's like it's pretty much like a phenomenon nowadays. Um, I mean, that's where like cosplay is where people get Halloween ideas. I'm guilty of that myself so um let's, is it let's... weird i don't try as hard for halloween anymore same like i used to be such a try hard on halloween but now like halloween is when i like make a comfy kigu and i'm just like man this is as much as i'm willing to put in i've got a con coming up so you know <laughs> rhode island comic con is usually right around the corner after halloween yeah it is yeah. and and yeah, and yeah, we're yeah, definitely looking forward to uh, jumping into the discussion. And before we do, uh, we do want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor of the podcast, uh, Silk City Hot Sauce. That's right. Yep, Silk City Hot Sauce. Uh, they are a, they are a Vermont-based company, and they have all sorts of unique hot sauce flavors that go well with wings and pretty much anything you can think of, uh, from flavors such as Erotic Fever to Mango Madness, Badass Jew. Um, they also have a uh, maple syrup flavored hot sauce, which goes well with any breakfast sandwich, waffles, or pancakes. Um, I'm, I, I got. That sounds delicious. Listen, oh, it is. Listen, we. we I really go... like maple syrup in anything, but on hot sauce, I would have never thought. It, it's a yeah. It's that. It's like a spicy maple syrup. Yes. So Yo, like. Oh. That sounds great on hot chicken. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who just drink, he just tells me all the time, "Thank you. I will drink this right out the bottle." <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Oh yeah, and yep, and you can get 
all those flavors and more from SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use the promo code CODEX, that's C-O-D-E-X, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Yes. And also our other sponsor, Infamous Customs, where you can get your favorite Codex Prime, DJ Mr. Bird, or Victor Vader shirts. Yep. (laughs) So you receive a free gift. Yep, just go to InfamousCustoms.com and you receive a free gift. The first 40 orders get a free gift. Oh, Absolutely. Yep. And also shout-outs to uh, two of our commenters here, uh, Gary Threat. And uh, Afton Ward, who is the proprietor of Infamous Customs and dear friend of the show. Yeah. So, so let's get the party. Let's get the party going. Uh, tell us about your humble beginnings. Where you from? Where, you know, where you from? And how'd you get into cosplay? You want to take it away, Yoki? Well, I'll, I'll go for it. Yeah, um, go for it. So, from New York. Um, I did my first cosplay in 2014, I want to say. It was something I was, oh, I always wanted to do, and I was just like, oh, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, and I was like, okay, I really got to do it now. And my first cosplay was um, Gamora, so I figured I would just dress up as her today. And yeah, I've been pretty much doing it um, every year since at different Comic-Cons. Uh, the first cosplay I did was at New York Comic-Con, so that was interesting, and yeah, um been pretty fun interesting to meet other cosplayers i try not to get into the cosplay community drama i didn't know that there was drama is it really <laughs> yeah apparently there is i'm just like i stay out i am so adjacent to it as well i'm like i hear stories that there's drama and it sounds really fun um i'm happy to be on the other side of the drama where i'm just like oh cool <laughs> let me know how that resolves uh, <laughs> can't no. wait for season two you don't watch from the window and stuff and try to like or just you know be in front of the house vacuuming your driveway listening yeah you know it yeah vacuuming my driveway that's what i do on the regular (laughs) (laughs) i love it Uh, but yeah yeah oh um yeah mink how did you get into cosplay and where are you from originally so this is wild i'm also originally from new york so i'm sitting here being like girl what's your zip code what like i was a 10506 for a little while um no i actually i originally grew up um in new rochelle which is just outside new york city i live in massachusetts now um just outside of boston so i went from like kind of a big city to a kind of a small city um (laughs) I didn't start cosplaying until I came to Massachusetts. I think my first cosplay officially was in 2012. I cosplayed as Luca from Chrono Trigger because I went to PAX East. It was my first PAX East. And I knew I wanted to cosplay. I had already been into costuming from like theater and live action role play or LARP. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just seemed like a natural conclusion for me to just wiggle my way right in. was wild it was what that wasn't my first convention my first convention is a now 100 percent extinct convention called the big apple anime fest back in 2003 i know i know and i remember like walking around grand central station seeing people dressed up in like trigon cosplay and being like wait what is happening you can dress up for this and i remember being genuinely outraged that no one told me that you could dress up for a convention. Cause I was like, dang it. I would have lived to have gone down to New York city in full costume to the big Apple anime fest. I was 
pissed that I was like in normal clothes. I was like, what is this malarkey? And then one, two, skip a few. I waited, what was it, like 2003 to 2012? 12 minus three, nine. I waited nine years to actually cosplay at a con. How lame is that? I mean, better late than never, I say. There it is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, as I have a list of questions, what are some of your favorite characters to cosplay as? <laughs> I feel like you know the answer for me. I cosplay as Pokemon. True. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite cosplay characters to dress as are not humans that I get to design and make them into human form. It's wicked fun. <laughs> well, I mean, it's very creative. <laughs> That's right. I mean, I, I get to flex my creative muscles because doing recreation is fun, but being able to translate a character in that's non-human into a human form is a different kind of fun, and I am all about that. Right, right. What about you, Yoki? Your favorite, yeah, your favorite character to cosplay as? Um, I would say maybe Storm, just because there's so many different variations and costumes that she has and I've done well I'll say two and a half already and I have another one in mind for oh. New York Comic Con that I'm not telling so don't ask <laughs> that's so cool that you've done more than one why did you like what inspired you to do like you did the first one you were like I'm not done yet like what what made what so, was the driving force to make you do the next one so the next one I just like I'm really I don't want to say I'm weird like Part of me choosing all weird. Is, <laughs> <laughs> like fifty percent character. Well, let me say fifty percent. That's too much. I would say maybe like thirty percent character, seventy percent costume. Like I'm just like I want to make that just because I want to make it, and that's um, what I saw with Storm. And it's funny because I got a going away gift, and someone had etched out like a Storm, um, like a body type or whatever physique. And they gave it to me, and I was like, I'm going to do that exact costume. So that's what I did for them, and it was really fun. So. Yo, that's so cool. I love it. Thank you. That is. I think I believe I saw a couple of your storms on your uh, Instagram, and yo, you'd be nailing it. Thank you. I have to give her an afro, which is a lot of people like the afro. Oh, absolutely. There's... If you can see, but oh, you really can't see it because of the light. But yeah, Storm with an Afro right there. Wait, is Afro Storm on your wall behind you right now? Yes. Uh, yeah. Get out of here! I love it. Yeah, oh, it I'm sad the, that it's got the reflections, so we can't see it. Yeah. yeah so one of the um, artworks I got from uh, from Rodan Comic Con, like from like several years ago. Yeah, I was like, wow, this is actually really cool. It was um, basically like a st storm just as a Black Panther. So, yeah. I, have so that I have that comic cover. Okay, yeah, I think you showed me once. Yeah, I did. yeah. Um, so yeah, so what are your favorite? Some of your favorite comic cons to attend? Favorite conventions? Oh. Um, I, I would say New York just because that's my home, and that's my first comic con that I went to. But I kind of like the smaller ones as well, just because I feel like it's a little bit more intimate. And the bigger ones where it's just, I mean, you guys were in New York Comic Con where it's just so many people. You could, on Saturdays, you could barely walk like, you know, 10 feet without, um, so, so it's kind of annoying in that sense. But I, I kind of prefer the smaller Comic Cons um, where it's more intimate and 
people, I don't want to say people at bigger comic cons are mean, but I feel like people at smaller comic cons are a little bit more nicer. And it's, I don't know, I think it's a better camaraderie around a cosplay community when it's a smaller comic con. Yeah, I got you. I've been in New York. If you blink, you missed it. (laughs) (laughs) And what about you, May? I like New York Comic Con a lot, too. I would say that it was my favorite con because, no joke, every time I went something, I I, this is going to sound really weird, something magical would happen where it was like by some happenstance I was in the right place at the right time and got to do the cool thing. Like one random time, I think it was like back in 2017, maybe earlier than that, um, some random convention goer saw me dressed up as a cosplay from the show Steven Universe and was like, hey, I have tickets to meet like the people who voice and create the show, but I don't really like the show. Do you want to go instead? It's in an hour. And I was like, yes, I am literally doing nothing. I would like this very much. (laughs) And then I got to meet the creator of the show I was dressed up as, and she signed my prop and drew a picture on it, which was dope. So, like I said, something magical usually happens at New York Comic Con. So I'm going to go ahead and call it FaveCon. Um, but I also like, I like the smaller cons. I like some of the um, the board game cons. Like um, Gen Con is a really, really cool board game con um, out in Indiana that happens in the summertime. And I'm really excited to go back there. Um, but even there's a smaller con that's local to me. It's um, actually in Rhode Island called Captain Con, which happens in the wintertime. It is another board game convention. And I really like that one, too, because there's something about the board game cons that's different from the comic cons or the anime cons. Um, you still get us nerds who like anime and um, uh, like comic books and all of that. But because it's board game affiliated, you also get like... I know, I really like board games too, oh. so I'm like, yay, I get people of all walks at this con, so it's just a really wonderful cross-section of nerdery. Alright. even know there were board game cons, like... They have cons for everything. I am, like, 27% sure that there's, like, a Swedish fish con. <laughs> and if there isn't... There should be. Listeners, maybe you need to step up your game. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love Swedish fish. Have you tried the the Trader Joe's off-brand Scandinavian swimmers? Oh yes, I have. Yeah. Oh wow. I know. I just I love telling people the names. Yes, those are those are legitimately good. Like Trader Joe's, like their 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 off-brand stuff is actually on point. So. Dude, I have a box of off-brand Trader Joe's Pocky right next to me right now, and I cannot tell you how hard it is for me to resist eating them. <laughs> what's the what's the stuff that you always try to get me to you always recommend to eat? Oh yeah, the, well, every once in a while Trader Joe's has um a caramel cheddar popcorn mix. So it's like you know like like caramel popcorn mixing with some. You blow my mind. Like it's, <laughs> it's 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 so good. It's it sounds amazing. It is. Oh my gosh! Like the the, the mixture of savory savory and sweet. We'll get into that later. It, it can't be beat. <laughs> We'll get into that later. We do a little this and that towards the end with oh, yeah. our guests. We're going to get into that one later. Oh, yeah. But um, what was your hardest costume to make? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, um, my God. I think I triggered something. <laughs> hands down, my Nakia costume um, for Black Panther. Not, you know, you guys seen the one where she's, the River Tribe, where she's dressed up in, like, the beaded top. 
Right. The only um, costume that I've cried over because I was just from sheer frustration and just it took forever. Mm -hmm. And I was out of the country at the time and where I was at getting, there wasn't like a Michaels or AC Moore or anything like that. So just getting items over there just took, it, it took a while. So, and then I had to sew the beads one by one by hand. And it, it, yeah, it took, I mean, it turned out really good, but oh my God, I was, yeah, that was definitely the hardest costume I've done. And I'm wearing it again, you know, for a while they Comic Con coming up soon, so. I'm actually nice. trying to find that one. Oh, this storm was good. Oh, I love this picture with the uh, with the lightning bolts. Oh yeah. <laughs> As work. Yes. yes, my friend did an edit for me. He did a good job. That's awesome. What's that thing you say, Vic? What are your scores? <laughs> oh, ten, 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 tens across the board. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Yes, that one. Yes. That. So you had to make that out of the country. That's wild. Yep. None of your usual haunts. You just no. had to just go with what you had. Mm -hmm. Plus, it came out amazing. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Now, what about what about you? Make your hardest costume to make. Okay, this is really hard because I'm like, oh, how do I define difficult? Ugh. Um, I will tell you one of my most tedious costumes to make. Tedium sounds like it could be adjacent to hard. <laughs> so uh, a couple years ago, I made um, Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. I made a full leather armor set so that it could technically double up as actual armor. Um, probably wouldn't be resistant against sword strikes, but I could probably take a couple arrows and be okay. Well, like not a lot of arrows, a couple arrows. This is not an invitation to fire arrows on me while I'm wearing the costume. <laughs> Just a disclaimer: I do not want to be in that position. Um, but I did. I did do a lot of um, historical reenactment uh, techniques to make some of the uh, stuff that I had. So, like, um, I had a Viking-style shield that was actually like a wood shield that could take a beating if it needed to um what made the costume wicked tedious was the leather armor um i had made it scaled because dragon dragons have scales yeah. uh, but what sucks is that every single scale had to be hand stamped Ooh. so i had i had a, a little metal tool that was a single scale and so every single piece of leather from the biggest piece to the smallest piece. And there were probably, I mean, there were dozens of pieces for each uh, armor piece. Like the shoulder plate alone was like at least, I don't know, 15 pieces. And every single one of those pieces had to have scaling, had to have tooling done to like separate the edging from the, the backgrounding and everything. So it was just a lot of just sitting there stamping away. Now, luckily, some uh, some dude had crashed into my car while I was working on that project. And I say luckily because it made me really angry and pissed off that I had to deal with car repairs <laughs> and, like, insurance companies during yeah. the duration of making this costume. So I had a lot of frustration that I needed to get out. And smacking a piece of metal into leather was a really productive way to get out all of that frustration. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so I was really lucky that somebody hit my car. 
said no one ever, but yeah, everyone was fine. Everyone was fine. And I got some sweet armor out of it. So win-win. That's the best way to look at it. <laughs> I'm a glass half full kind of gal. I, you know what? And I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> your dream cosplay. Two. You go ahead, Mink. Okay, okay. Both of them are Pokemon. No one is surprised. Okay, so the first one, you know how um, a lot of costume builds, like the really uh, elaborate armor builds from right. Warhammer, exist in the world? Yeah. I really want to make like a I have to be on stilts, I need arm extenders, and a handler at all times. Warhammer costume, but I want it to be Pokemon related, so I want it to be of Snorlax, so I can walk around as a Snorhammer. Wow. I know. It would be so great. I would be so massive. I would take up every bridge, and you have to use the Pokeflute on me every single time. It'd be so worth it. That's going to be a summer project. This summer, I'm going to see if I can bang out um, a centaur costume. That's another one that's on my bucket list. I've been kind of like low-key working on it for a while, but it's always like off and on, and I've been off and on working on it for the last like three or four years. Stupid pandemics. <laughs> uh, but I want to make a centaur costume of a Rapidash from Pokemon because I think that would look really rad, and it would be so cool to like put on some battle armor on top of the centaur costume so it wasn't just a centaur costume but it was also like i fully incorporated a cosplay on top of that too that would be super cool and that's why it's a summer project because i mentioned i'm a teacher and guess who has fun <laughs> employment over the summer it me <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm an ambitious little bean you are because i'm i'm listening i'm like i I don't know if I have like the the willpower to do that. I don't know if I have the space in my house power to do it, but Ooh. dang it, I'm gonna still try. You know what? Sorry, apartment. Hey, I'm not even. I'm rooting for you on this one. I can't wait to see that one. Thanks. Let me know if you know anybody who needs a cool snore hammer, or centaur, rapid ash costume when I'm done, because. I ain't gonna be able to store her at all. <laughs> I think I can come up with somebody. I think I may know somebody. Rad. He actually may do. I'm actually being serious. <laughs> rad. Uh, what about you, Yogi? Your, your dream cosplay? Um, I don't know if I have a, a dream one, but I do know I have some that I would like to do eventually. Um, One... You see my princess Tiana that I've done. Yes. The iconic green dress that she has. I would like to do like a half and half where like half of the dress is her green dress and half is her like yellow dress that she works at the restaurant with. Okay. So oh, the almost that. there dress? Yes, the almost there dress. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we all we have to do is just cite the music yeah. number and it's like, yeah, that, that one, that one. Yeah, That'll that look one. rad. I have a couple of... um people you might want to um cosplayers you may want to reference because they've done the half and halves and they yeah, have yeah. they may have some good uh some good little pieces of advice if you haven't done a half and half before because i know i haven't and then as i was sitting here thinking um i don't know if you guys saw cruella i really like the dresses and um in that movie and then she has like the 
the dress where she came out of the dumpster with, and it's just really long and ridiculous. I kind of want to do that just just because. Just because. <laughs> yeah. Ambitious. <laughs> hey, I am not knocking it at all. All right. Dream con to go to. And I'm pretty sure, like, the one dream con is everybody's across the board. We're all thinking San Diego Comic-Con, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't want to be alone. <laughs> I, I, I think I wanted to go to that one maybe a while ago, but I kind of, I don't know. I don't really want to go too much anymore. But I do want to go to a con in Japan. I just don't know which Ooh. one, though. Oh, boy. That's awesome. <sighs> well, that would be amazing. Fingers crossed I'm going to get to go to a dream con this summer. Ooh. TwitchCon Amsterdam. Oh, that would be nice. That would be Love nice. Amsterdam. I would definitely go. Most like expensive most expensive cosplay you've ever done. The smile fades from our faces. Wow. <laughs> it's pricey. I think I know my answer, but... Uh, Yoki, you can go first. I, my most expensive, maybe Nakia? Maybe Nakia or maybe Princess Tiana? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Do you want to know how much you had to pay to put it all together? Oh god, I can't, I, I can't even, uh, a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. You don't realize how much you spend on a freaking costume until the end, and you're just like, damn, I really just spent like $500 on all this stuff. And, you know, well, the <laughs> other thing you have to think about is if you charge yourself for the time you put into the costume, how much you be worth to sell. Because mm. right. that also changes the answer, too, because it's like some costumes you could spend very little money on materials, mm. but your time is worth something. Definitely in that case, Nikia for sure. <laughs> well, there you go. That's awesome. I think mine would have to be um, Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. Love that costume. That funny story. So our that Rhode Island Comic Con when we when we connected, we're just sitting. Here, we was just walking. And I just and I just said, you know what? I am so surprised nobody has done an Aloy costume. The very second <laughs> I said that, yeah. there Hi, you are. Hi, Aloy. How's everybody doing today? It's like, yeah. I was like, get, it a, get a picture. Get it a picture. Oh, that costume. That costume is a really expensive one because I selected materials that were a one-to-one -one match for the actual game materials. So, um, you know, with the exception of robot parts, which weirdly, I have very difficult time have getting access to robot parts, but <laughs> those I had to make out of like foam and warbler. But with the exception of that, like everything, if it looked like, you know, it's like one of those things, if it looks like a duck, it's a duck. That was what I did for the costume. And unfortunately that meant that I had to pay bank for some materials. Mm. Yeah. Do I regret it? Not even for a second. I, we would hope not, because we love that. <laughs> we love that. I costume. love that costume too. I actually, weirdly enough, I have it on the other side of my. Like I'm literally looking at it from the other side of the room, as I had to pull it out from storage not terribly long ago. Um, for Boston, I right? wore it to a smaller con. I wore it to uh, Wicked Con in April, and I still haven't brought it back down to my basement storage. So it's just all. <laughs> it's just sitting there, and it's literally like just totes. 
it's that one's in two totes and the prop is just like the prop bow is just laid out on top of it because you cannot contain that bow it is uncontainable (laughs) it's just big I can see. Yeah, as a matter of fact, Afton, who's in the comments right now, she's like, it's so true. She just walked by. She was right there with us, and she took the picture. <laughs> so it was just so funny how that worked out. Um, what's your favorite your favorite thing about cosplaying? I would tell you one thing I like is seeing um, people's reactions, mainly like the younger kids. I know when I did um, Princess Tiana, that was probably like, yeah, that, that was probably my favorite time cosplaying, just seeing all the children. And then this one girl, she, her mom, her mom was trying to get a picture with both of us. And this little girl, she was just in a trance. Like, she was just like, Princess Tiana's here. I don't hear anything going on. And she's telling her daughter, like, Layla, look at the camera. And Layla's just like, and she's like, look at the camera, Layla. And Layla's just staring at me, like, in awe. And it was, it was so freaking adorable and so cute just to That's see the awesome. kids face. That was definitely my probably my favorite part of cosplaying. I feel like kids always have one of two reactions when they see a character that they immediately recognize. It's like it's either they run up to you and they want to know everything about you. They want to know like your dental records. Like they want to know <laughs> that much about you. Or they become instantly like they could be the most outgoing child on the planet, mm-hmm. instantly shy, like mm-hmm. trance days, hide behind their adult person's leg. And it's there's no in between, one or the other. Roll the dice, which one? <laughs> Beautiful, blessed phenomenon. I love seeing it every time, and then I love seeing it when it's like someone I know, yeah. like a like a child that I you know someone someone's kid, you know a friend of mine's kid. I'll be like, I wonder what kind of kid they're gonna be, huh? They're the the dazed child who's hiding behind mom's leg. I would not have picked that for them. Interest. I have learned something today. Um, I think my favorite thing about cosplay is um, getting to meet new people. One of the best feelings, and I got to feel it fairly recently by going to um, PAX East, one of the easily best feelings that I have had in a very long time is going to a con and doing a panel. I do love panels. I love, <laughs> I love teaching. I'm a teacher. What a surprise. Um, but getting to do a panel is a great way to meet like a hundred new people all at once. <laughs> but then after the panel, so the panels themselves, fine, fun, delightful. I know what I sound like when I teach people. So that one's like, it's fine. What I love is right after the panel, when everyone like kind of consolidates in a big giant mass outside the panel rooms at a convention yeah. and everybody just wants to like talk to one another and ask questions. And that's where like you meet people and that moment, however long it is, it could be five minutes, it could be like a whole hour afterwards, and I will stand there and talk to every single person I can, because that's when everyone is the most excited, because it's like, folks came to the panel because they knew me, or folks came because they were interested in the topic, and now everyone's like super inspired and fired up on adrenaline, and they just want to, everyone wants to talk to each other, and everyone wants to share their ideas, and uh, that is the space that I want to live in for the rest of my life. I love that kind of energy. I love talking to people in those moments. I love meeting people in those moments. Some of the coolest people I've ever met have come from those moments. <sighs> I really like it. I really like cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> this is no wrong. I, well, um, maybe I should, should I ask the worst part about cosplay? <laughs> oh, 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 let me think. 
part of me really didn't want to ask this, just to be yeah, honest. Um, I mean, for me, it's really simple. It's just depending on the costumes, just staying in a costume for an extended period of time to get kind of uncomfortable. That's yeah. really it for me. I don't really have anything. I can imagine, like, you know, just, you know, a woman being in high heels for... Yeah. X amount of hours in... Well, there's a difference between the shoes you wear to a con and the shoes you wear in a shoot. And I am living for, here are my con shoes, here are my photo shoot shoes. One of them is notably taller. One of them is stilettos. I <laughs> bet you can figure out which one. <laughs> stilettos are the shoe. That's the one. Yeah. Because I've made the mistake of wearing stilettos on the con floor. And the con floor is punishing. Yeah. I did on my my storm costume, the one I did, the black costume, uh, die high boots, um, heels. Oh my god, I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> my feet were gonna fall off, but yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that. Possible ankle twisting. Oh. Oh yeah, you. I mean, I've definitely twisted my ankle in cosplay because I wore the wrong shoe at the wrong time. I had to get X-rays that one time. It sucked. Ooh. I know, and I wasn't even, like, home, so I had to, like, get x-rayed, like, at a clinic nearby. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would not do again. Mm. Homemade cosplay or commissioned cosplay? Homemade. Yeah, I'm, I'm a prideful being. Yes. I, I, can <laughs> I would imagine that. It's like, you get that, sa that satisfaction of, I did this. I'm going to stunt this. I'm going to. I will say, I do, I do buy, like, Let's say if I'm looking for like a scrap of a skirt, I'll like buy a skirt and I'll manipulate it. Yeah. But as far as like paying for someone to make, no, I, no, no, I'm that's against my religion. I don't. <laughs> not to say, and I will clarify, like this is not to shade anyone who chooses to purchase cosplays, get cosplays commissioned. It's just my personal take is that I am an artist first, a an actress second, because like if you look at cosplay as costume play. Yeah. Like, the costume part, I am the costumer first. The play part is secondary to me. So, for me, it's like, I'm representing my art. I'm, do, like, for me, the real joy is in the the journey and then the arrival at the destination of having a finished costume and then, like, going to a con or going to a photo shoot is, like, me getting to, like, prance mm -hmm. in my labors that I have worked so hard on. Um so for me, I just like making stuff because then I get to have that extra boost of, of serotonin being like, you did this. It used to be nothing. And now it's a something and it's because of you. I like that. That is, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's very, um, yeah, it's like I was saying, like you, that sense of, you know, that sense of pride, of that sense of accomplishment, you know. I mean, that's my seventh deadly sin right there is pride. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, oh, you had Oh, yeah. I was wondering, um, like, what, like, for 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 the two of you, what is your process like, um, in selecting uh, a cosplay, like, looking at a character from like a movie or a show or a video game, what have you, like, um, like, what's the like, what's the conception like as far as like looking at it, looking at a character, and then thinking about what types of materials to get for, uh, for this costume. Um, and like, do you, do you think ahead of like, like what, what, material, what materials to get or, um, or like, do you think of like putting like a, a, a unique spin to, 
to your cosplay, or are you, are you are you are you more into like replicating like like one to one, like nailing all the like the intricacies and all like, the most subtle details? Um, I'm definitely into mostly replicating. Um, like everything has to be almost exact. Um, the one time I did do a spin was on um, what's the name of that show? I just saw the movie. Jujutsu Kaisen, um, Tsutsu Gojo. I did like a female version of him, and that was like as far as I went, but mostly it's just replicating every single uh, detail. So with the Nakia costume and me trying to get all the colors to line up the way I wanted it compared to what the movie showed, yeah, that's, that's um, how I do it. My problem is that I would get all the material, print out the picture, get all, you know, the fabric and all that. I just have a really bad time with doing things on time. I always wait till last minute. Like I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I know when the con is, same months, you know, you know, every year. And for some reason, I wait till like the month before. It's, it's <laughs> Us players be crunching, man. I don't learn my lesson at all. So I think this is just me as a person, just like just waiting till last minute. So oh, master procrastinator. That is definitely me too. I like to think I do all my best work under pressure. <laughs> I'm far more motivated to get things done if I have a deadline because then I know it has to be done by then or I'm going to be really sad <laughs> it's, nothing bad will happen but my brain is like something bad will happen if you don't finish you'll be upset and you don't like it when you're upset <laughs> um, I, I feel like I'm a little bit the opposite so I do a lot more of like putting my own spin obviously because Pokemon Mm -hmm. uh, can't, I mean, unless I'm doing a fursuit, which I am not, bless the people who can live in fursuits, I get far too claustrophobic far too quickly. So that's a hard no for me. Um, again, not because I'm not inclined, mostly because I can't handle small spaces. <laughs> so I do a lot more of the, like, interpretive stuff. But I will, um, at least once or twice a year, I will do a one-to-one um, -a -one recreation or a recreation of something where I put like extra embellishment on it because if it's like from a cartoon show, it is a little bit harder to make a screen accurate version because it, it's a cartoon. So there's only so much texture you can get from a cartoon. Um, I have a really long commute to get to work. It's like a 45 minute commute. So mm. 90 minutes of my day is spent just in a car doing nothing. And that is when I do my cosplay breakdowns where it'll literally be like, I've poured over images before. So I'm just being, I'm just sitting there in the car, like, you know, bop into whatever music I got going on. And in my head, I'm sitting there being like, all right, what do I need to buy to make this costume? What materials would go well? And sometimes I'll just turn off the music and I'm just in my own head, you know, driving around whatever route I'm driving on being like, ah, oh, I think I should make this part first and then I'll add the trim to that before I add this on. And I'm sitting there doing like the order of operations so that by the time I'm actually ready to buy or create, I already have the process like down to a science. So it's just me sitting there being like, time to plug and chug. Can't tell you how many exits I've missed. <laughs> because I was lost in my thoughts. And it'll be really embarrassing because it's my way home from work or my way to work. So when you miss un like the exit to get off for work, you're just like, oh, there it goes. <sighs> I'm dumb. <laughs> but even if part of me, a part of you probably is just like, I really don't want to go anyway. So. <laughs> oh, 100. Some of those days I'm like, oh, man, 
Now I'm going to be in the car for an extra ten minutes while I undo my screw-up. Hmm, how am I going to live with myself not being at work for ten more minutes? <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> He's like that sometimes. And listen. <laughs> the human condition, no one wants to go to work. We all would like to defer it ten more minutes. Please, Mom, ten more minutes. Yep. Oh, God, that's me. That was me this morning. I'm not lie. <laughs> Hard same. I should tell you, I missed my exit to work on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> that's why this story is coming up because it's fresh the wound has not healed uh, uh, video photography like would you rather do a video project or a photo shoot thank you for the clarify I was like Sorry. what yeah, that's kinda... photo shoot yeah photo shoot really? why's that I have no idea just maybe I've done more photo shoots than videos yeah, it works. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, photo shoots. Quick and easy. <laughs> I do love hamming it up for the camera. Of this, there is no question. But I think overall, I prefer photo shoot because I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. So I like tweaking myself like, oh, just bend this knee a little bit more. Like, raise your chin just a little bit higher. And that's the shot. And like that capturing that moment in time and getting to like project in a single frame, like now I'm the most regal person on the planet. Now I'm a goofball. Now I'm a clown. Like that is cool to me. I like that a bunch. Got it. All right. Um, do you prefer to work alone or with others? Because I'm an introverted person, I'm alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't mind working with other people, but if I had to choose, I'll just do it by myself. <laughs> I feel so terrible when I say that I prefer to work by myself, like when it actually work, because when I'm with other people, I'm sure this is going to surprise no one. I do a lot more talking than I do working. So if I have like craft days with friends, I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring something that is not... Like, I, I can only schedule it if I don't have something due, and it's not important that if I get it done, because I won't, because I'm going to be too chatty. But I like to, I do my best work alone, but I also like to do my best work crafting in my underwear, which is really not conducive to a partnership right. situation. Yeah. And it's a weird thing to admit, but, like, when I do anything artistic, I really get, like, I don't know, I just get really warm, and then I'm just like, ugh. The layers are coming off. So nowadays it'll just be like, oh, I'm going to craft. Well, let's just start in the underwear because it's that's where it's going to end up anyway. <laughs> and, I mean, Yoki, you know it. Like when you finish something, you have to immediately try it on, right? Like to see if everything fits. So why go through the effort of taking off the clothes to put on the thing you're going to try on? If the clothes is already off, you ain't got it. You're already ready. Now it's it's really an efficiency thing. Made some stuff just in my underwear. <laughs> and it's funny. And you can't be with other people for that because <laughs> social norms and embarrassment kick in. It, it can be a problem. I was not expected this yet. So I'm kind of glad I did. No, and you know, the, the, the reasoning is sound. It is. I, like I said, I, I did preface by saying I feel kind of weird and embarrassed admitting it, but it's the truth. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, that, that, that's just... That's...
<laughs> okay. What characters would you see Vic and I cosplaying as? Just by looking at us. She got a good one. Yoki has a good one right then and there because of that laugh. I don't know why I thought about this. Um, Mr. Satan from DBZ. I don't know why I I think it's just... Uh... Oh my god, I love it! <laughs> Nobody cosplays as Mr. Satan. You would get so much recognition if you walked around and people would be like, yo! Yeah, that's definitely Vic. That? <laughs> that's definitely Vic as Mr. Satan. I have to look this up. Oh, I'm about to, I'm about to show you right now. Mr. Yes, Mr. Satan or is it Satin? It, it's Satin, but it's it looks like Mr. Satan. S A T A N. Oh, this is definitely you. This is definitely you. Oh, I could do that. Yeah, I'll show the camera. Yeah, you would definitely do that. <laughs> like, not even a question. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Easy. Yeah. Uh, call. Well, I, I I will say like for Carl, I've seen some of the costumes he's had like when he's had um he's had, used to have like these uh, cool costume parties for his birthday in October. He 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 once dressed up as Sting, the the wrestler, the Undertaker, um, yes. Prince. Um, I think he had like a Run DMC. Whatever calls that does, it one. has to be big and loud. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why. Um, you've seen the Fifth Element, right? Oh God! Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. I don't know why. Word. Chris Tucker's character. Yes. Okay. Uh, no, actually, the blue oh, alien who does the opera. <laughs> oh man! I can never see you as the Chris Tucker with the with the wig. So yeah, awesome. I, I knew it. How <laughs> did I know? I can see that. Yeah. Once she said Fifth Element, I was like, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> Please dress up as Rhode Island. <laughs> oh, man. How people are going to want to see it. <laughs> I mean, I want to see it. Speaking of Fifth Element, I could I, I, could, I could, actually cosplay as uh, a Gary Oldman's character. What was it Corb? Yes. I think. I oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There you go. I also, Victor, I would really like to see you do um, Vincent from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, okay, Vincent Valentine. Okay. Yes. I think that you've got that, like, strong, mysterious vibe that would go very well with the character. Hmm. Um, okay. And you can hide the lower half of your face so you wouldn't have to shave. Oh, <laughs> even better. I'm thinking of you, because some people don't want to have to affect their natural facial features. And so it's like, hey, you hmm. can just, you got a coat. You can hide it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's got the okay. little collar thing. You could just yep, I do could. one of these. Yep. Yeah. Yep, do that. Plus, you get to have a sweet claw. <laughs> True. Yeah. Vincent yep. Claw is legendary. Yeah. You know. You know. Speaking of cosplay ideas, like um, I was, you know, I was watching Moon Knight recently. Oh my God. I yes. Would, you know, I would, even though it's a, it, it looks like a simple costume on the surface, I would love to to cosplay as Mister Knight. Cause like, I'll tell you right now, so those clean. costumes that look simple aren't. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean <laughs> the, like the, cause like, cause like the the color of the suit, like the 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 drip, as the young kids say, the the drip of Mr. Knight is, impresses me. I'm like, I re I really could pull that off. Yeah, 
I'll tell you this right now. After this show, you will not be the only one. I know. Like, I know. I'm pretty sure Moon Knight will be, like, the costume of 2022 where if you go to Hong Kong, you see, like, five or ten of them walk by. It's just like Harley Quinn in 2016 with the uh, Suicide Squad. So, but I, still, I wouldn't mind. I'll, I'll... Girl, have you done Falcon? Okay. All right, all right. Because <laughs> just as you were talking just now... You sounded exactly like him. <laughs> wow. And I had a minute, and I was like, have, have you done it? And if the answer is no, I'm going to uh, counter it question. Why? Um, I usually, like, usually when I do the, when I go to cons, I'm usually, like, promoting, you know, the podcast and stuff. But it's funny that you said that, because I work with people with um, developmental disabilities, so, um... And one of my clients actually told me that I look like him. And he's like, well, not because you're black, but you look like him because I'm like, yes. Yeah, some of your mannerisms. Because I was saying at the top of this that, like, whoever you cosplayed as would have to have, like, a big, bold personality because that would match your personality so well. You wouldn't have to worry so hard about the play aspect of cosplay. You could just fall into it naturally. And, like, the more I think of it, the more I'm like, Damn, you wouldn't even have to act. You just be you, and it would be lovely. Things to think about. It, it you is give us something. a good on your left. <laughs> uh, no, no question. No, would we do? Do you picture Carl dressed as like Sam Wilson in his regular Falcon costume, or the Captain America uh, version? Oh, dealer's choice. Ooh. Yes to both. I was definitely thinking in my head Falcon and the Winter Soldier vibes, but like, you know, you can go original movies too. I ain't picky. Mm. Okay. I, I definitely consider that. Wow. Yeah. Yes. It's... Everything is going according to Mink. <laughs> um, what are some embarrassing cosplay moments? <laughs> When I did um, Gamora the first time, I used some, like, cheap, like, body painting. And it was so hot, and I was sweating. And, like, my underarms were sweating, and the paint was, like, coming off. So that was, that was definitely embarrassing. I mean, you couldn't tell in the pictures, but just walking, just going home afterwards, I was like, oh, my God, I feel so freaking gross. So you definitely won't be using that company again. I won't even mention their name. <laughs> you don't want to slander them too hard. <laughs> Part of her uh, does though. <laughs> my Ninetales costume uh, from Pokemon, surprise, uh, has a lot of tails. Nine of them, in fact. And they're all strapped to various points on my armor, as high as my shoulder and as low as like the bottom of my corset. But because they're all um, like, they are literally, I've got like little hooks that hook into um, D rings, so they're like clasps. Uh, it means that I'm at a con and I have to pee. I need assistance getting all of those tails off of my mm. body because I refuse to introduce all that fur to a bathroom scenario. Mm. Yeah. Because it's white fur. Like, what if something goes wrong? I don't yeah. want to have yellow fur. No. <laughs> so, like, I know. I feel so crass. I'm so sorry. No, I'm very oh, we swear in this podcast all the time. So, um, 
so yeah, so my most embarrassing experience is really experiences with an S because mm. every time I have to use the bathroom, I have to ask someone to help unclip my tails off my body. And on at least one occasion, I had to ask a stranger I oh. didn't know because my friends had abandoned me. How dare they? Dare they? <laughs> but I had to ask a stranger I didn't know at the like the mouth of the bathroom to help put the tails back on me. Like clipping them off, I feel like is a little bit less intensive because I'm not asking someone to play hide and seek with the little rings that they clip onto on the back of my body where I'm just like, oh, it's slightly above my butt. Oh, it's on my left hip. That one's on my right hip. You know, like I don't have to play that game when people are taking them off because they could just take them off. But for this like perfect stranger and she was such a gem about it. She was like, I get it. Don't worry. I got you. But I'm sitting there. I'm like, hi, my name is Mink. It's really nice to meet you. Can you please pin the tail on my body? <laughs> it's a really weird birthday party game. Nobody wins. I don't even have cake. I can just imagine that too. It's like, all right, do they all eat? Do y'all cosplayers like even eat or drink while they're? No, because I'm too much of a hot disaster. I'm afraid to stain my costume. I will drink juice. I will drink protein shakes, but I do not eat a food until I am safely in pajamas. <laughs> and then that's what you just pick up. Oh my God, yes. Uh, there are a couple of restaurants that I am like, I will speed dial on my drive home. I'm like, hello, yes, I would like an order of candy pizza. Thank you for asking. Oh, does that come with the drink? Can it? I would like all of the drink. Oh man, oh. Oh, that's that's interesting. Like, yeah, now you bring out like all those like logistical uh, considerations you have to you have to think about when you're putting on like elaborate costumes, especially like people who walk around with with like elaborate body armor. Like, for example, an excellent cosplay that uh, Carl and I saw recently was the Mandalorian. Like this this dude had it down to the voice to the voice changing. Oh, I wonder thing. if I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Were they at uh, Pax by any chance? Um, not sure if this is possibly because I end up finding him on uh, Facebook. I think I know which Mando you're talking about. Mm. Fun times. <laughs> yeah, because like, because sometimes I wonder, like, with those elaborate like armor, especially with the armor set pieces, I'm like, hmm, like, like, how how would they go to the bathroom at, after a certain point? Like, how many pieces do they have to take off? Do they do they leave them out in the stall or in the in the hallway so they won't get dirty? And that's why they have um, a handler. <laughs> hmm. That's a good point. Things to think about. You have to pay yeah. handlers? I haven't yet. But I usually <laughs> order, like, I'm usually like, can I buy you something at the con? Can I get you dinner? Can I, like, it's it's like when you get a college friend to help you move your first to your first apartment, where it's just like, I'll pay you in beer and pizza. Yeah. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like that. Indeed. No. Like, have there, like, like from from what you've from what you both have seen, have there been, have there been any cosplays you've seen where, while impressive, you you think that oh man, that's just way too much, or this person's just like doing the most, like, do they really did they really need to go this far, as impressive as it might look? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the larger than life category in the New York Comic Con uh, cosplay contest. Anytime anyone submits an entry to that, I'm just like. Are you even having fun? 
Is this fun anymore? <laughs> you can't see, you can't talk. You, you're just a wandering monolith. I hope this convention is enjoyable. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, pretty much same kind of, um, but I know that before I've seen a lot of those people, they kind of wear it for a couple of hours just for that one contest of what pictures, photo shoot, and then they just go back into their regular pose. So, mm. I mean, maybe they are having fun, you know, at some point, I hope. Maybe. I hope they're having their own fun. <laughs> so, who is a character that you would never cosplay? Like, you just look at him like, nope. Probably Harley Quinn, just because it's been done mm. so much, <laughs> so much, um, and I, yeah, I don't, I feel like there's just, so many people have done it, there's been so many variations, like, I don't, I don't know what I could do to try to make it better besides just be yogi, you know, but yeah. you know, probably pre-wine, I just, I probably want to touch, touch that one. Mm. No shade. <laughs> That's valid. Wow. I too am going to make enemies with my answer. Uh, <laughs> I don't like Snow White. I straight up do not like her. Least favorite Disney princess. Do not like. 10 out of 10. Will not cosplay. I don't even want to watch her movie again. I think I saw it once as a child. And, uh, and even as a child, I was like, ooh, her voice is not my jam. I cannot handle her song. Her song like makes my ears bleed because it's way too high pitch. I don't even know her song. No, she sings the song like about wishing, and she's like singing into a well, oh, and then it yeah. echoes back at her. Just, yeah, yeah. Baby Mink has a really good memory. Um, nope. I'll cosplay. I'll cosplay Dopey before I cosplay. I'll do. I will do two dwarves in a trench coat before I do Snow White. <laughs> Easy. Wow. <laughs> do not like her. Sorry. Yeah, that's... Sorry to anyone who likes Snow White. I'm sure she's a lovely Disney princess to you. I hate her. <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean, it's uh, it, hey, it, it's valid. Like I will say, like I haven't, gosh, I haven't seen Snow White since since I was a kid. Like I was like like I respect the historical significance uh, of it. You know, being the first. Oh yeah. Full length animated. One hundred percent. But yeah, it's not it's not it's not a go to film by by any means for most people. But I will say, speaking of Snow White, there's a. There's actually a really cool uh, graphic novel. Um, it's called Snow Glass Apples by Neil Gaiman. And oh well, you already have my attention. It's Neil Gaiman. There you go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Neil Gaiman and the and the artist is Colleen Doran, I believe. And it's basically like a, a dark uh, retelling of the Snow White uh, a fairy tale and how and, and like different like shocking um, versions of Snow White the. The, the Huntsman and like Prince Charming like it goes in like really unexpected directions and and the art style is gorgeous and it's like wow this man when you when you really think about it like the Snow White story t- story has like a dark underbelly and Neil Gaiman just like brings it out so it's definitely something worth worth looking into. I had a client. Have you guys Ooh. seen the Fables comic by the way? I've I've read a few issues. A friend know. of mine uh, told me about it. She was yeah. she was uh into them and i was trying to like uh, one of the one of the vendors at the cons was selling graphic novels like four for 20 and i'm like oh yeah, let me see if i can find one for you just because i there was like one i wanted but i was like eh, let me at least do the four for 20 and i tried to find one for her 
But um, but yeah, I had a client who had OCD and who just had a routine. He would watch three movies: Lion King, Snow White, Stuart Little. There's time. Well, every he's day, strong. Every day. Very strong start. Every day. Man, <laughs> that's a big dedication. That is. It's, it was his routine. It got to a point where I'm just like, let me just get this movie out of here. If he has a behavior, then I'll just deal with it. <laughs> I think my top three, like, everyday movies would be, like, Princess Bride, Coraline, Kipo and the Two Strength. No, Coco. And then I'll put Coco on the end. Yeah. Did you cry in Coco? Oh, my God, like a child. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's actually the Turing test is Coco. Yeah. That's how you tell if you're a robot. Like, can yes. you identify, you know, pick three, you know, which pictures are crosswalks? Mm-hmm. Did you cry at Coco? Nope. Oh, my God. Like, oh, you didn't? He didn't. And mind you, like, how, like, I remember, like, I saw it in the theater, and when they, when. when Don't the... look now, but I think he's a robot. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> I love This Is Us. I love This Is Us. Never shed a tear. Even when they show how the father died, I'm like, oh, that's how they did it. Oh, this when is a good scene. Over anything. Right? Uh, when my grandmother passed, uh, what, almost four Not years ago. That. I'm talking about like a movie or. Oh, a movie? Never. Oh. When pr- was the last time you cried over something non-consequential? Oh, uh, I would probably say, and this is like the first time I'm actually like revealing this. When I was about five or six. And I watched The American Tale. I don't even remember why I was crying, but I knew I did. American Tale, bold choice. Five. But did you cry? Did you cry when Littlefoot's mom died? No. (gasps) You monster. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, it's not the first time. When I go on cosplay photo shoots and I need to like invoke sadness or like get myself to cry for a cosplay photo shoot, and I kid you not, this is my trigger for both photo shoots. And for acting in general, it's not the scene where Littlefoot's mom dies. That's sad in its own. It's like the next scene where Littlefoot realizes that his mom is truly gone. And he sees his shadow and thinks it's his mom. And he goes over and, like, licks it because he's so happy that it's his mom. And I have to stop talking about it because I'm going to get upset. Mm. (laughs) Nope. Take a drink. Nothing. <laughs> Next question. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, oh, I mean, I was gonna say like, um, when I watched Coco in the theater, there was not a dry eye in the, eye in the house when okay. with the "Remember Me" song when the when the grandkids sang it to his grandmother and his grandmother remembered it. Oh man, I was just like, Pixar, why are you doing this to me? Why, Pixar always does it to you. Me? Listen, like, I even cried at the beginning of Finding Dory. Okay, like when. Well, because that's objectively sad. Also, you're just like, oh, Dory. You yeah. poor little bean, life is going to be hard for you, but you have no idea. Yeah, when well, she's going around, it's like, hey, my name is Dory, I lost my parents or something like that, and then she's like going to all the different fish, and they can't help her, and I'm like... She's the cutest little baby fish, too. She's got a big old eyes that don't even fit on her little fish head. Yeah. <laughs> Coral. Coral. Or I just sat there and just... <laughs> you sat there and laughed. You're like, hey, hey life's going to suck for you, tiny oh. fish. I wouldn't laugh. I wouldn't laugh. I, know, I, I, I would know. just I be just... stoic and just, in, I'll be into the scene, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't show emotion. Right. That's no. not how you express you your connection. Call was when you watched American Tale. 
in like 
All right, two two for DC. Okay, I like that's this. That's a first. That's a first. I always need some Nightwing. Okay. Nightwing's cool, you know. Nightwing is cool. And the animated series, Batman the animated series, come now. Oh yeah. Come now. Absolutely Wait. iconic. Yeah. Okay. I'm a Marvel guy. You know what he answered. He didn't even have to say it. What did Chris say what you answered without saying what you answered? <laughs> I heard the mmm coming up. I'm like, there it is, there it is, DC. Oh. And then take snatched at the edge. She did. She did. Um Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes. Hard yes. Wow. Thank- I, I love this. Two for two. Yes. What do you wow. think is on candy pizza? Exactly. It's a real pizza, and it got pineapple on it. Mm. You you don't do that. Pine. I mean, pineapple pizza. The, like I always say, the secret is you don't get the pineapples from the can. You get a freshly cut pineapple. Oh, yes. Round circle. You distribute it evenly across the pie. You can put some ham or sausage or or pepperoni or all three. Or bacon. Come or now. Or bacon. There you go. Nope. Home run. Nope. Home that's okay. Nope. You're outnumbered, but that's okay. Oh yeah, I'll be, and I'm proud. I'm, I'm proudly outnumbered. Don't worry, we're outnumbered in the real world, so <laughs> it's just really nice to be a majority here. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Go ahead. All right. Um. Oh gosh. Uh. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um. Yeah, I should. I should. I really should have wrote these down. We uh, usually on. We usually go on. Oh, 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 go ahead. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. PlayStation. Okay, we. Oh. I got one. Oh, okay. Well, and he's his, his uh, too. Now, qu- question though: Do either of you have the PS Five? Oh my god. And I won it. Yeah, me, me too. Oh. Well, I, I won mine in a charity raffle. Oh, that's dope. Oh, oh, it was delightful. Wow. That's I want weird. that delightful feeling. Um, but... I never win anything. That's my wins for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, I feel you. Yeah. So, uh, and Yoki, you said a PS4 still? or? Oh, I don't even want to tell you the last PS whatever I own. <laughs> <laughs> I usually use my brother's own, and he, the last one I played on his was PS4. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. PS4 is great. I'm, st- I'm I still have a real workhorse. We're, yeah. we're, I'm still there. Yeah, you'll, you'll get that, Carl. Don't worry. One day. Why do I feel a slight judgment from you? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm being encouraging. You know, it's like because like I got mine through um, Sony Direct, and it was like, yeah. So like um, I answered answered my email and my PS PSN info, and then like two months later. Well, the first time, like, uh, I got I got the email, but then I was on my on my computer trying to refresh the browser, it wouldn't go through, and then like they sold out all the units. Fast forward two more months later, back in March, I was like, you know, I did the same thing on my computer. I was like, you know what? I can't, I'm not getting through on the website on my computer. Let me see if I get it on my phone. I saw the countdown timer on my phone. Took me to the website, and in like 20 minutes, yeah. I secured a unit right there, and it's, it's it's the best day of 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 this, of this whole year. 2022. I don't think any day will come close for the rest of the year. I'm fine with that. You've peaked. <laughs> You're seeing Mink and Yoki again? That that would surpass it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That too. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Hmm. 
Compliments will get you everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Our 300th episode? <laughs> yes, yes, 300. Road, road to episode 300 uh, continues. You're almost there. We That's going to be a good feeling that will maybe happen in 2022. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it will. Uh-huh. It will. Sure. Um, All right. Let me think. We didn't even think. Yeah, we really should have thought about these. Oh, um, another uh, another one. Um, let's see, uh, Black Widow or uh, Harley Quinn. Harley, oh, Harley Quinn. Quinn. She seems fun. Yeah. Black Widow's very serious, which is fine, but I feel like I would have more fun with Harley. There's never been a piece of media that Harley Quinn has been in that I was just like, mm, I don't really like her character. Every time I see her, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you're great. Give it to him. <laughs> Whatever. Who are you sticking it to? Keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Natasha Romanoff or Yelena Belova? Oh, Yelena. Mm. Yelena. Yeah. Okay. Come on, I don't give you. I don't give you crazy eyes vibes that she gives. Uh, okay oh um looking at the uh uh, mcu shows this is like a multi one um so you got to choose one uh wandavision captain uh, falcon and the winter soldier loki hawkeye or moon knight falcon falcon loki okay okay loki was very important loki was so fun it was, too. It was, indeed. I did not like Loki that much. That's all right. I didn't actually like Captain the Winter Soldier much. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, fighting words. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it was good, but you got to understand, I was literally, like, back-to-back mainlining WandaVision, Loki, and Captain the Winter Soldier, and it was, like, super action, super drama, and then... I wanted a buddy cop show, and I didn't get a buddy cop show, so I was very disappointed. <laughs> I wanted the odd couple, and I didn't get the odd couple, and oh, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, okay, I feel that, yeah. Mm. I got it for, like, a single episode. You know, the therapy scene. That was hilarious. <laughs> I wanted I wanted that for 12 episodes. Yeah. Oh, man. Is this Avengers or Justice League? Are we talking animated or live action? Justice League. Let me just. (laughs) You see, if I said live action, that just would be unfair. Right, because I didn't even. Yeah. (laughs) Because it would be Avengers, right? Right. (laughs) Okay, I was just wanted to clarify. I was like, even if if we're talking, if we're talking animated. It's Justice League all day. Right. Yeah. Okay. Even as a Marvel guy, I can admit that. I'm all in, I'm all encompassing everything, and I'm still gonna pick Justice League. Oh, no, I have to I have to differentiate because I put them. They're both S tier, so I'm gonna say yeah. animated Justice League, live action Avengers. Hmm. Indeed. Um, hmm. Oh, speaking of S tier, um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Or the first Avengers film. Now you're asking the difficult question. Oh, that one's easy. 
I'm still going Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. I would actually go with Zack Snyder's Justice League. Of course you, say, you Zack would. Zack Snyder cut was good. Yeah. But the, the Avengers is really, really good. Also, the shawarma scene. Yeah, I know. It, uh, I and finally the lore behind it, so good. Hmm. Oh, there's, there's lore behind the chicken shawarma scene? Oh, yeah. So that wasn't going to happen originally. Like, they filmed... So they didn't have a post-credit thing when they did the first showing. And they were like, oh, crap, we definitely need to have, like, a callback. And so they wound up doing a crap ton of takes in the shawarma restaurant. Hmm. Like, just over and over re-rack with different like one-liners trying to find the best one-liner and then they finally settled on a single on the single take that was like them not saying a damn thing which was hilarious but apparently everyone was trolling chris evans because in between the times between when he wrapped up filming for um avengers and whatever his next film was he had to grow a beard but he couldn't shave the beard because again he was still on set for that film so they put on a prosthetic chin, which is why um, Captain America isn't eating during that scene. He's just got his hand. Right. like He's literally like he's kind of cheeking to the camera so you can't see the fake chin. And everyone was making fun of him because he couldn't eat during the shawarma scene. But everyone also wound up getting super, super like bloated sick, um, especially um, Thor, because they had to do a bagillion takes. And if you recall... Thor in those takes was going house on whatever food he was eating. He was just like hom hom hom. So everyone wound up getting like super oh like overeating full from that whole experience, except for Chris Evans, who's like, ah, suckers. Oh. Lore. Swarm is actually really good too. It is. It also, is yes. It swarm is good. I can I can concur. No, the more you know. So down. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Um, Show my age. <laughs> let's see. Oh, uh, Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel? Wonder Woman. Yeah. I like me some Wonder Woman. That was a cheap yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't even thinking about the movies. I was just thinking about them as characters. Yeah. Comics. Oh, but also the movies. Oh, yeah. That's still a cheap shot. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, Carol. Anybody would anybody will choose Gal Gadot over Brie Larson. Well, I, mean, I don't know if that's necessarily true. That's true. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll say like, like Brie Larson's a terrific actress, Academy Award winner. Room is Room was excellent, um, but I think that Captain Marvel, as as the character is written in the movies, it's not really bringing out her strengths as as an actor. Right. I, I feel. Like, and let's be real, if Brie Larson knocked on your door and was like, hey, can I come in? Are you going to say, no, you're not Gail Godot? You're going to say, right this way, Charlie. Oh, absolutely. I'm not going to, I will not deny that. That's right. That's right. (laughs) You let her in. (laughs) I'm just saying, if I did have a choice, probably Gail Godot would win that. (laughs) Oh, I think it would depend on the day of the week for me. (laughs) The more you know and know when it's half the battle. (laughs) Do you have any? Do you have um, I had one and I just completely forgot it. That happens to me all the time. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna scream it in the middle of the night. That's what it was. Uh, oh well, here here's a classic one um, that Carl and I continue to argue over uh, until until the end of time. We've had guests answer this oh, question. Oh man! And, and we and we've got to ask you two. Okay, please tell. Please please clarify for us. 
what is the better Michael Jackson album? Off the Wall or Thriller? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pick Thriller. Hang on, I have to check. I'm shocked. I have to check what's on, what specific songs are on Off the Wall, because I know the song's on Thriller, but I need to know. Afterwards, <laughs> call. Uh, ah. the, there's um on off the wall. There was um, don't stop till you get enough. Rock yep. with you. Um, I can't help it. Burn this disco. Wow. Yeah. Off the wall is. I'm gonna so... go thriller as well. It's it is a very sophisticated album. I really like off the wall, but thriller man. Th- thank you. Thank you. See that that's all I needed. Off the wall. That's all I needed. I mean, off the wall was is whip. Now, I'm a DJ, so you got to think about this DJ perspective. Yogi could probably relate to this. Would, you're dancing out, you're at a cookout. Are you dancing to a, to a song off a thriller, or are you vibing with your plate in your hand? I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> Billie Jean and Beat It. Mm-hmm. Billie Jean alone. Billie Jean alone. Yes. Yes. Rock with you. Don't stop till you get enough. Rock with you is great. But if I'm going to tell you what, like, what are my top two favorite Michael Jackson songs? It's Smooth Criminal and Billie Jean. And Smooth Criminal was not on any of the albums you asked about. True. Yeah, it was on on the third one. Bad. You know what? You know what? I'll give you. You won this battle. Thank you. You won this (laughs) battle. But yes. you didn't. But the Wouldn't war rages on. It's, it's okay. We've had we've had guests on the show, and for some reason, all of them said off the wall. But uh, but for the first time, we have we have across the board, well, three of us, three out of four, say that Thriller is the best, better album. And you know what? I'm fine. I'm fine we also that. three out of four agree that pineapple belongs on pizza. So yes. we, you know, a win in one column, uh, a win in the other. Yep. And <laughs> and three out of four say DC over Marvel. I'll let you yeah. have this one. Yeah, I'll let you have this one. That's that's all I want. I want so little, you know. <laughs> okay, all right. So yeah, so yeah, thriller. So the right answer gets the gets the win for once. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let me let, let me think. Let, let oh me... yeah, there we go. Oh, the ask? one that you always ask. Okay. Better Eddie Murphy movie. Coming to America or Harlem Nights? Coming to America. Yeah, coming to America not for me. That's hilarious. And the cast can't be beat. Thank oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I never disagree with that. I just said uh, Harlem Nights is still a good movie. Oh, not no. It's, it's really not. No. Harlem Nights is amazing. That, that that's 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 not overpraise. No. Nope. Uh, right. It's just it. Right. It's like you're comparing two good things. It's just when I look at things as on the whole, coming to America is like yeah. that's got to be one of the top fifty all time best comedy films. Oh, yeah, it's, it's my all time favorite movie, like in my life. Mm. But I, I mean, that's like Blazing Saddles. If you had said Blazing Saddles in there too, I would have been like, mm. ah, that's a question. Yeah. Crap. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Who'd win in a fight? Aloy versus Gamora. Oh. 
Gamora, just because I'm wearing her. <laughs> I would say Gamora, she plays dirty. She's an assassin. I don't think Aloy would see her coming. Wow. You know, I'm thinking about it. I mean, I will say Gamora would have the edge because she's, like, traveled across space, has fought, like, who knows how many, how many types of extraterrestrials that Earthlings can't fathom. Um, whereas Aloy, I mean... I mean, Aloy is resourceful. I mean, she. I mean, it, you, you can do a lot with a bow and arrow, taking down like, you know, you know, robot dinosaurs and animals and whatnot. So. Yeah, but I, she, I, I guess the the second game, kind of shows you her limitations. I'll say that. Yeah. I'll without do. without giving out too much spoilers. Oh, he needed already. Shows, Go ahead. The second game shows, well, it's for the listeners. The second game, you see her limitations, particularly when dealing with technology. Yeah. And that is as much as I'm going to say on that. And so given that, I don't think she would see Gamora coming. Mm. Yeah. Plus, like, the... She was trained by the Mad Titan. Like, come on. True. Yeah. And but... I stand Aloy hard, but it's, I don't think it would be an easy fight. Yeah, like like like, yeah. Aloy would not be an easy win. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, She's scrappy. Oh yeah, but I think that even with her focus, her focus would be like, what 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 is what is this extraterrestrial tech? Focus would just be exclamation point question mark. Yeah, it'd be like. Which did you know that's called an intero bang? Really, intero. You're welcome. (laughs) A, A question mark and an exclamation mark. Interrobang. An interrobang. <laughs> that's that's. I'm word. actually look googling that right now. That's the word of the week. I'm gonna write that down. Huh. <laughs> that's a thing. Oh, I told you it's a thing. Why would I make that up? But I love that you looked it up anyway. That's because <laughs> I, I never. It's a thing. Yeah. The the more you know. It is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, but that's all I got. <laughs> Yeah. You got any? You got anything else? Uh, yeah, those those are those are the all of the uh, this or that's I could think of uh, at the moment. But yeah, some some great answers. Um, and uh, once again, some of the right answers won the day. So the day. So uh, don't get too not this or that. Enjoy was it. Judgmental. <laughs> enjoy it, but <laughs> it's just the day. I'm, I'm I'm fine with that. I am fine with that. Uh, but once again, um, as we're, as, as we're moving on, um, do want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor once again, uh, Silk City Hot Sauce, uh, use the promo code CODEX to get 15% off your order. Um, great, uh, all t- tons of great hot sauce flavors. We'll, we'll definitely send you the links cause you would love them. <laughs> yes. Um, tons of great hot sauce flavors with, uh, like from erotic fever to like mango madness, badass Jew. Uh, maple maple syrup flavor, um, and also ram skull, which is a, a blueberry one that we tried on the air last week. Yep, which ram skull, which is uh, inspired by um, Skeletor uh, from. That He-Man. sounds like it would be really good on lamb. Oh, it would be. Ah, that's that's a good idea. Yeah, Something with a little bit of gaminess to it. Blueberry always goes good with game. Hmm. Indeed. So yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. Try out, try all those flavors and more. Use the promo code Codex on SilkCityHotSauce.com. Get fifteen percent off your order. And also, big shout outs to our other sponsor from front of the show, Infamous Customs. Um, order all sort, or order your favorite Codex Prime apparel, T-shirts, uh, Victor Vader uh, as well. 
DJ Mr. Bird. DJ Mr. Bird. So yeah, all that and more. Infamous Customs, that's M-F-A-M-U Customs. Uh, you can also follow her on Instagram. Um, also looking at the comments here, uh, our, our friend of the show, John Haponic, asks for, for <laughs> this or that. Uh, Iron Fist, Danny Rand versus anyone. Um, I'd go with anyone because Iron Fist is trash, no one cares, and let's move on. <laughs> He he's only scarred by the shit. He never read an Iron Fist comic. I'm sorry, like I watched no. I watched three episodes of Iron Fist and I was like done. This this is clearly I mean, this is you the, were correct, but still, yo. I mean, he's he's just the kung fu hipster guy, and it's like it's like no love. Why are you here? Like let like, me put it this way: I'm everyone, and I can't take him. <laughs> here you go. I mean. Listen, I, I think I think with now that we have the multiverse, um, we can we can pretend that Danny Rand, you know, disappeared across all dimensions, and you know, pretend like his show, his show, his show disappeared into the ether and call, render it non-canon, and you know, just pretend that you know it was just a bad dream that all Marvel fans had that one time. It's great. <laughs> you know, like the Matrix sequels. Well, Whoa. well, okay. The well, fourth one was good. The fourth I one, liked the fourth one yes. a lot. Yes, the, the Res- Resurrections was very good. A very good uh, follow-up to the sequels. I, I thought that was a really delightful subversion. It, it was. It, it, it the was. second and third movie. The third movie. Hard now. I will say, like, my, my stance on the Matrix sequels, Reload and Revolutions, it has softened. Over over the years, so I respect them for what they Yeah, I haven't watched it recently. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I haven't seen them in many years, but <laughs> age dulls all wounds. <laughs> I mean, I will say that like I respect for what they try to do. I respect the ambition. Yeah. No, I I yeah. that I get. Yeah. The Animatrix though was lit. It was very good. Yeah. If you have not seen the Animatrix, get yourself get yourself to an Fye. Mm. Buy the DVD. Yep. <laughs> And enjoy the hell out of a wonderful series of mismatched, beautiful uh, little shorts. Yes. Oh, yeah. The Animatrix walked so that Love, Death, and Robots could run. Ooh. That's right. Very good. Yeah. I'm just truth bombing tonight. (laughs) And I think Love, Death, and Robots is coming out next week. Season three. Yep. I'm topical. Yay. All right. Oh man. Also, ooh, I do gotta, I gotta say this before I go. Uh, this weekend, uh, the Black Nerd Book Club will be doing a sp- uh, private screen, a special screening of uh, Doctor Strange two at the North Attleboro um, uh, Cine Cine Deluxe. I'm sure I'm uh, butchering it, but but yeah, uh, go on to our Instagram or our social medias. We have the post there with the special the QR code to buy tickets and stuff, and it helps raise to like do other events across the community and stuff. So it's a good cause. Check it out, and you get a free movie too. And stuff. Oh, very good, very good. And uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's that's what we got on our end. So once again, Mink, uh, Yoki, thank you all so much. Oh, man, man, uh, it was so much fun for for joining us on this week this week's episode. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. And and also before we go, uh, please tell the good people where they can find your stuff. So I'm on Instagram. Um, my Instagram is statuesque underscore Yoki, Y-O-K-I. Um, everybody always asks, how do you spell statuesque? <laughs> 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 
looked up the dictionary. <laughs> I follow um, Paul and Victor and Codex Prime. So if you can't find me just by search bar, just look at their profile and I'm on there as well. Awesome. And I am Mink the Seder. Uh, first two words are easy to spell, but it's S-A-T-Y-R because it's a mythological creature like Mr. Tumnus from <laughs> Narnia or some stuff. I love when people accidentally call me Mink the Satire because I'm like, I mean, that too, but it's pronounced Seder. It's fine. I'll take, I'll, I'll, I will respond. I'm desperate <laughs> enough for the attention, I promise. Um I'm on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitch, Twitter, probably some other fifth thing. <laughs> if you look up Mink the Seder, you'll find all my, my my information. There is there's only me. I don't think there are other Satyrs named Mink out there, <laughs> to my knowledge. Don't be the first. <laughs> gotcha. Awesome. And also, you can find our episodes, Codex Prime Podcast, we're on Facebook uh, every every Tuesday evening around 8 p.m. Eastern-ish. Um, we're also, uh, uh, all of our episodes are uh, available in audio format on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, um, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you can find us. Just Google us, Codex Prime Podcast. We're there. We'll pop up there. Uh, we're also on Twitter, at Codex Prime Cast, and Instagram, at Codex Prime Podcast. Yes. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, that's 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 the that's it right there. So once again, uh, thank you all for joining us this week. Uh, tune in next week's episode, episode two eighty four. We're gonna be uh, breaking down Moon Knight. Yay! Yeah. Such a good show. Oh yes. Um, and uh, so far, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it the second time, but uh, this weekend. But I will say it's my second favorite MCU show. Of the mm-hmm. of the Disney Plus series, first one being WandaVision still. So I was just about to ask what was first. <laughs> yep. yep, definitely WandaVision. So now we know that you're a man of taste, and so we can trust your opinion. Thank you, I appreciate that. Of course. You just made his day. <laughs> you just made his day. <laughs> he's done. Stick so, a fork in him. He's done. All right. So yeah, once again, uh, thank y'all for watching and listening. Uh, as always, we will catch y'all on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.